And we are live, folks. Welcome to the Tabletop Merchant Podcast. I am one of your wonderful hosts, David. I am joined, as always, by my favorite board gamer, my wife, Alyssa. Hello. How are you? It's been far too long. How are you? It has been long, but I see you every day, so I feel like I talk to you. I meant with the listeners, not me. I'm nothing special, of course, but uh, (laughs) it's been a while since we did a podcast, and uh, part of that is... uh, Life. Yes, and uh, partly that's uh, humble listener, your guys' fault. Uh, We have seen an explosion of orders, and so we are just trying to make sure... Which is amazing. Yeah, we are very, very grateful for that, so... But yeah, following... The holiday period, we were expecting, oh, we'll get right back on it in January, but it's been kind of crazy. Yeah, but it was like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, our kiddo's fifth birthday. I mean, bing, bang, boom. Yeah, we had a lot going on. And then uh, today we are recovering from our poor Packer loss. Uh, Oh, that one hurt. Yeah, we're big Green Bay Packer fans, so it it was rough to lose against the San Francisco 49ers. But we had a lot of good football we watched today. But it's okay because I won a Super Bowl this year. That's true. Alyssa was ended up I, winning the championship of, we call it the Mission League. It's a long story, but uh, we put um, Mission Tortilla chips on the trophy plaque. Anyway, it's... it's Anywho's, I am the winner. Alyssa won the fantasy football. The uh, only girl in the league. Yes. And I stomped you boys. Yes. I just had to put that out there. I normally don't gloat, but... It felt oh, pretty really? good. Really? You seem like you know what you're doing <laughs> over there. No. I think it's your second uh, championship. My second win on the trophy, yes. And speaking of games, uh, <laughs> well, let's get to some of the stuff we had a chance to play over this long break that we had uh, doing the podcast. And we've got lots and lots of new stuff, reprints, stuff back in stock, stuff stuff coming in. So let's get to it. Uh, what have you been playing? What's been going on, Alyssa? What games have you been playing? I mean, you have the usual, like when we were doing, like the, in the family gatherings, like 10. Yes. That one was a hit. And whenever I try and find somebody there at the table playing that, like a group of people. Yeah. 10 like, from, I, that just makes me happy. Yeah. 10's that card game from AEG, kind yeah. of a combination between set collection and blackjack because you've got this pressure luck, you know, flip over a card. You're trying mm-hmm. not to go over 10, trying to get as close as you can, but you're collecting colors and numbers and, and runs. It's super simple. Yes, yeah. I know. But it was just uh, that was one that was very popular. Um, we played that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? We just did Glass Road. Yes. Last so- week, which we busted out because of an amazing customer that just reminded me of it. You not remind. I obviously know of it, but you know, like you know what? Let's play that. Yeah, we have the uh, old, the older. Yeah, Mayfair edition. They so Capstone just came out with a new edition of it, yeah. which added a few new cards or um, yeah, not cards but tiles, the buildings that you can build. And I think there's a uh, no. I think at the original you can play solo. I've never played it solo, but the Mayfair version that we have, we it's essentially the same game. Yeah. Great, Uwe game. Uwe Uwe Uwe. But like at the resource, um, resource wheel, is that what you call it? I yeah. suppose. Yeah. I think it's super cool. Yes. But that thing gives me AP. Yeah. It's interesting. So in, in most of these like worker placement, resource management games, you get like a, like a little, uh, token for every yeah. single sheep you have or wood you have or whatever it may be. But this game is different because it has a, it has a wheel of that you put a token on that represents how many of that particular resource you have. And what happens is, when you have enough, if you ever leave the zero spot empty, meaning you at least have one resource mm-hmm. of, of, of every type, then the wheel will automatically move to eliminate that zero resource. Because so what it changes doing, everything. Right. So it's this concept of 
uh you you there's two wheels there's a one wheel which makes glass and, and one wheel that makes brick brick yeah and so if you ever have enough resources to make a glass or a brick it'll automatically happen without you choosing to yeah. do so and so that mechanic alone it kind of tweaks your brain because Sometimes you're like, oh, I want to get this, but no, I need to leave this at zero. I need this many so I can get to, yeah. And you're, this game definitely doesn't want you to hold on to resources. You can't. It, you literally you can't. cannot you, hoard resources, which I love. Because so sometimes if you don't when, use it, you lose it? Uh, <laughs> no, it's true in this game? <laughs> I, guess, I don't know if it's if you don't use it. You Well, if you, no, it's not that. I, I, it's weird. It's such a, it takes a few games to kind of, quote unquote, grok it, like to just kind of understand it, in my opinion, because it 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 changes the way you think about resources and there's a lot of buildings you can basically the game is get resources build buildings yeah. that's pretty well there's much a it. lot i mean you're drafting tiles drafting for your you're clearing your board you're drafting right well i don't know your if you're, resor- you're, you're you're picking the cards you want and then on your turn you're playing and there's this cool follow mechanic where if mm-hmm. i so on your turn you have a, like a set everyone comes with the same 15 cards and each of the cards basically are actions you can take Mm -hmm. but you pick five out of the 15 every round and then on your turn you play one and then if anybody else has that card in their five card hand then they get to say oh i have one of those and both of you only get to do one of the two actions and that's where playing your opponent comes in yes knowing what they're looking at their board to see like what are they really honing in on to do because that does make it changes how many cards of the five that you drafted to play right sometimes i'm like okay here's the three that i know i need to do on my turn but here's the two that i think Alyssa may do on her turn so i can then follow i can get basically a free action out of it now a lot of the ue rosenberg games are frankly like multiplayer solitaire like i think of caverna like yeah you can block people by going to a, a worker placement location but there's not a lot of like take that or player interaction and this actually kind of is a cool way of having player interaction by paying attention to what other people are doing. Because normally you really don't care. You're trying to maximize your engine. You're not really concerned about what other players are doing other than trying to make sure you stay out of their way. Like, let's say, or getting in their way. I, I'm more the getting in their way, but most people I'm don't more do. a, I'm over here. Leave me be. I got... Just... But this this kind of bridges that gap between like paying attention to what other players are doing on their turn and like you said, the cards do different things. They can clear yeah. out areas so you can build because you need to clear out certain areas to build buildings. And then there's different types like of buildings. A, was there like a woodcutter? You can go like chop down, chop down a forest and you get, I mean, obviously, guess what? You get wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is actually pretty thematic. <laughs> it's, it's very thematic. But it's quick. It only takes like, I would say with us two playing half an hour, 45 minutes to play. And I think even with multiple players, it goes pretty quick because again, you're doing that um, following action. And really it's like, I think it's four rounds and it's quick like it's mm-hmm. it definitely does not overstay it's welcome no and it's got the really nice clemens franz artwork that is like in caverna and don't Agricola. have time to do everything so I, I really like it. i think if you're looking for i think it's one of i'm glad capstone reprinted it because i think it's one of those games like everyone knows agricola and caverna yeah. and, and Wait, feast for agricola. odin yeah. i have to say it like that and then uh this is one of ue's games that i think is is really different. Um, it has like the resource wheel, which Aura at Labora has, but I just think it's it's a really nice compact. It's it's I like I, Caverna is a not a long game, but it is a big game. Takes up a lot of space, which I'll get to. We'll talk about that next because I mm-hmm. played Caverna we played with that my, with our nephew. Yeah, but uh, 
fantastic game. Cavern is probably my favorite Uwe Rosenberg game, Ooh. but it is a table hog and it's a lot of stuff going on. It's easy to play. It's not, it's not a difficult game by any means, but it's, there's just a lot of choices where I think Glass Road is a little bit more refined. Yeah. I don't know. Refined kind of makes it seem like the other one's rough, but I think it's streamlined. It's easier to play. It's easier to get through, if that makes sense. Did you like it? Yeah, I I, re- I enjoy it. I play it again. Yeah. And uh, random. Do you know what Glass Road is? Well, all of his, I, I've it's in the book on the rule book, and I remember reading it originally. But like Fields of Fields of Arla and Or at, Lo- at Labora, they're all based on like actual places in history. Yeah, it's like a uh, so it's a a route um, you can drive down in the Bavarian forest, and it um, takes you through all. You can see all the old glass houses and museums and mm. like whatnot. Yeah, he's he's a big proponent of like I even think like Neersfjord from him has a lot of actual historical mm-hmm. context, which is Just cool. In case you ever get asked like random question and for Jeopardy and <laughs> there you go. Jeopardy, I just won you a million dollars. <laughs> there you go. Uh so uh I have been playing a few games, actually some big games. Uh one that I've been getting through with uh, my gaming group is Role Player Adventures. That box is a beast yeah this thing's like super heavy and it's all just oh full of gosh. i mean there's definitely dice there's only like 30 or 40 dice in it but well, there's a ton <laughs> of ton of reading material now i know that sounds scary like it's Ooh. but it's a story driven if you play okay so let's back up so if you've played role player which you've played yes you? i like role player yeah so it has that dice manipulation mm-hmm. uh with cards so well role player adventures came because people wanted Role player continued. Sure. Yeah. So you create your character in the game role player. And then this is where you get to take (laughs) that character and go out on adventures. And it's, it bridges this beautiful gap between a traditional uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, RPG where it's all uh, creative storytelling with a dungeon master and you've got other players and you're rolling dice. It has, of course, that, but it goes between like, Here's a bit of story, 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 story. But then it jumps into, okay, now we've got to do a skill check. But it's not just rolling dice and see if you pass. You have, just like in role player, you roll dice, but the colors matter and the number matters. And then you have cards that can flip the dice to its other side or go up or down or change its color if it's a certain number or if it's a certain number, you can change its color. So there's all these mitigation factors and you're all working cooperatively, but the limitation is... Each you only can you can only roll so many dice, right? You you pull randomly usually from the bag. You can do things to make it a certain color before you pull randomly from this bag. Uh, and then you can only play so many cards, each each uh, player. And you go through all these different uh, mini adventures. I think we're up to like adventure number seven of I want to say there's like thirteen or fourteen, and that includes a side mission. But the narrative like the actual written story stuff is great like most of the time the story like i'll be honest most of the time stories and board board games are pretty paint by numbers right you're the hero of the story you got to go storm the castle and defeat the dragon and save i wonder the who's day. behind the stuff oh we know it's keith mateka the and um oh god now uh james oh, I knew Ryan that. I don't know why i said that what was what's we i think we talked about it with him is like it's a this weird um not weird, but it's this interesting story of kind of coming full circle. Mm-hmm. So Keith, the, the designer of role player, got this idea by by being at a proto spiel, 
from uh, another person that was creating this like little card game. And then he now is the main writer. I think it's him and his brother. Isn't it crazy how like relationships come about? Yeah. But the story is really cool. Uh, It it goes um, like there's just I don't want to ruin anything because it's so good. I'm not going to. He's like grinning ear from ear. Yeah. They literally are like kids in a candy shop with this game. Oh, I love it. And I think the the boys I call them boys because the crew we've known since like high school yeah they would play every night if, uh, yeah. if they were able and we if did. we didn't have jobs if they didn't have actually... wives and kids and <laughs> yeah, lot, responsibility you know. no but it's it's really really good and it bucks a lot of the uh, storytelling like you know when you play these fantasy driven games you're like okay this person's probably the bad guy or this person's probably the good guy like it it definitely messes with that uh, those preconceived notions of what is a fantasy tale and uh, it this and it has this really 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 clever um it's that you get titles throughout the course of the game so if you make decisions throughout the game you get these cards and then maybe you befriend somebody and then maybe later on that friend shows up and does something but i honestly like reading this story there was multiple times where i like chuckled which is hard to comedy in storytelling especially like board game storytelling is very hard to do but there was actually like i'll remember the stories that from this game is great i cannot recommend it enough (laughs) i'm really enjoying it and like i said i love that it bridges that gap between if you're hesitant to go down the full rpg complete story driven narrative you know where you're sitting around a table and you're cooperatively telling a story this has decisions that are made and it does drive the story but it's interrupted by this really crunchy dice role player style gameplay. And it, it it balances that really well. I think it could I think if you like Euro style mitigation crunchy decisions, I think you might like this game and the story. It might be your jam. It might be your jam. So I cannot recommend role player adventure. And it is it is it is a big game. We are fortunate that we're playing it uh probably every week. We try to get at least an adventure every week, but uh, sometimes it's a little hard because you're trying to play with the same people, but there are mechanics to let you add players or remove players. So the game does know. I think I'm going to jump in. I think you might like it. I think you yeah, might like it, it more than... because it takes away... The... I'm not a huge RPG. Yeah. I will admit that on this. Just because like I uh, don't like attention on myself. I'm just very... I feel like I'm more of an introvert, just quiet, shy. You would... I agree. I, you're, you not like a, differ, you're not like a. But when it comes when to that, yeah, I kind of shut down. Yeah. When I like put you on the spot to, yeah. make a, to make a story idea, you're like, oh, I don't know. But uh-huh. this doesn't do that. This is like, would you like to befriend this person or uh, be hesitant to do what they ask you to do? Always hesitant. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool though. And there's like different. Oh, it's, it's. I don't want to ruin anything. It's very good. Um, the other giant game that I've been playing, Next. I know you sat down and played with me a little bit. And I know it's not your particular jam, but. I finally, I broke out Descent, Legends of the Dark. Yes, I did play with you. Built all of the 3D terrain. There is. It's ridiculous. It is, um, (laughs) it is a beauty on the table. I'll give you that. It's, it's, uh, eye catching and it's, it has fun little toys, if you will. They're not toys, but you know what I mean. No, they are. (laughs) You don't just call a spade a spade. Yeah, they're toys. It's completely unnecessary, but it does, uh, it does do Mm. more to try to bring you into the narrative. It, it brings you in, it brings you into the, what's going on? Yeah, and it's 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 definitely a dungeon crawl. It's definitely a standard, mm-hmm. not standard tropes of like fantasy, but it does tweak some stuff and it's app driven. So uh, if you've played uh, Mansions of Madness or cool. Lord of the Rings Journeys of Middle Earth, it's a very similar mm-hmm. style, but there is something quite different about the combat 
in in Descent Second Edition or in um, Mansions of Madness, you've got usually a particular weapon that you're equipped. Maybe the weapon breaks or whatever it may be. But in this game, you take strain or stress. I forget what they call it, which is a traditional mechanic if you've played Descent yeah. Second Edition. And usually in a, in these games, you take an action to rest, and then you get rid of all your strain, and then you can go again. But you've now taken an entire action to yeah, sit and right. take a second. In this game... I get so bored with that. I, I know. I'm like, I don't want to sit. Well, what they did in this is they give you an... They've given an additional action every turn for the players. So you, instead of normally having two, you have three now. But you can, as one of the actions, flip over your cards and mm-hmm. each every card in the game including your character card or a card that you can flip over to its other side and when you do that any tokens that were on that including that strain or stress fall off i did like that mechanic yeah and it's i really really like it feels like a cooldown mechanic in video games mm-hmm. where you can hammer on a particular weapon and at the beginning when it doesn't have any strain or stress it has this really cool extra effect i think of like the sword in zelda can shoot like when you swing it shoots like little beams out but you can only do that so much and then you've got to flip over maybe to your bow and arrow mm-hmm. to let the sword kind of quote unquote cool down so you can get back to its ability it's i just that alone is gives a lot more decision space in these types of games cuz normally it's run up to the bad guy hit the bad guy Run up to the bad guy, hit the bad guy. Howie. Right. And so this gives a extra, like, that's why I think people really like Gloomhaven so mm-hmm. much is because it's not just that. It's how do I get over there because I've got to move and attack and I've got to use these cards in a unique way because I have a bottom action and a top action. If you've played Gloomhaven, you know what I'm talking about. But this. That was probably my first entry into, like, Dungeon Crawl. Well, Jaws of the Lion. Yeah. but For, for me. But this one adds something um, a little bit more thinky than just run up to the bad guy, roll the dice, rolling up to the bad guy, roll the dice, shoot it. It's going back and forth. Like you'll have a bow and arrow, then you'll have a, some blades and the characters are cool. The artwork's really nice. And mm-hmm. of course the 3d terrain is great. And the app assistance. I, I'm, I know there's a lot of people who are like, I don't like apps in my board games. Fair enough. Uh, this isn't for you cause it's definitely app assisted, Yeah, but it does keep track of like all of the, um, bookkeeping so to speak and like all the tokens you put on things it's all done through the app which uh, i mean i like that i i personally i sometimes i find these games and this game is definitely still fiddly it's still got a lot of stuff a lot of moving pieces that are at 3d terrain and all this other cool stuff but uh it's i enjoy these games and you definitely need a big table for this one because you start out and you have this you start in a small area and it just grows and grows and grows and the map gets bigger and bigger and bigger it's but it's um I enjoyed it a lot, and I've played it more solo uh, because I think you kind of were like, "Meh, it's okay." I don't think it was your jam. Uh, my verdict's up in the air for sure, it. Sure, but I really enjoyed it, so I'm making my way through that. So that is the other thing that I played. Um, oh, the final thing that we had a chance to play a little bit was the Kids Chronicles. Oh yes, we played with, it with Lolo. Yeah, we played it with Logan, and then I even played it with our nephew. Mm-hmm, played with uh, him. He's like uh, eight now. Just around the corner, eight. I know. Uh, it's, it takes a lot of the scan and, uh, play Mm -hmm. from, I think that's what they call it. Scan and play the QR codes from Chronicles of Crime, or if you've played the new destinies, it's got a lot of that, but it's more, um, it's kid friendly. It's very cute. It's It's cute. It definitely, I mean, 
Logan was all about it. Well, once you hand the kid the phone and you're like, look around the room and they like literally. He wouldn't let us look. So we're like, what are you seeing? Like, he's like, no, no, I got it. He's like, there's like a guy with a long beard. I'm like, does it look like a a wizard? wizard? He's like, yeah. A wizard. So it's, um, it's, it, it, it's cool to like, for them to take those mechanics and kind of apply them in a, in like your, it's called the, I think it's called quest for the moon Mm -hmm. cat or something like that or the moon stars. I don't know exactly, but. It he seemed to love it, and then even the older the our nephew liked it a lot too. He, just like I said, that that interaction between the phone and the mm-hmm. game was was very very cool, and um, I'm excited to play more of it. I think we got through just the first two missions. The first one's kind of a tutorial, but just seeing their face light up when you're like, yeah. oh, this phone when you move around, you can look around the room, which is from and Chronicles he's asked, of Crime. He's asked, he's mentioned a couple times, are we going to play that game again where I got to look around? Mm-hmm. So um, it definitely something in his brain was triggered where he's remembering it. So that's and good. Art, and the artwork is so good in that it game. Is. It's way too good for a kid's game. I'm like, man, I'm just Whatever. kidding. You know what I mean, though. Kids deserve I know they do. art. But, uh, they appreciate it. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I think that might be it. I think that's, uh, I mean, yeah, we had some other games here and there, but those are a lot of the bigger yeah, ones. The so. bigger ones that we played. All right. So. Uh, this, we have a lot of stuff to get through new stuff, back in stock stuff and reprint. So we'll just get to it. So some new stuff that's at the store. Um, one of the first things we had on here, which is mm. almost already the first chunk and we got a bunch is Lost Ruins of Arnak Expedition Leaders from yes. Czech Games Edition. This is the expansion to the amazing deck building slash worker placement, Indiana Jones, two Already Raiders an awesome stuff. game. Yeah. So. You're just adding to the awesome. Yeah. Right? This, yes. I don't know if that's even... Yeah, it, it is it's just possible. More stuff. Well, it's you. You now have um, it adds. Go ahead, player oh. powers like individual. You each start with your own kind of starting deck that's a little bit different, kind of asymmetry. All the new characters and they all have their own play mats. Yep. Yeah, tokens. You know what I mean? There's a lot of mm-hmm. asymmetry to it. Um, what else is it? Uh, oh, oh, don't they do something with the uh, the track? Yeah, and there's like new artifacts to it. Yeah, there's new artifact cards. So there's a lot of new stuff in it, but I think the biggest thing is those having those six different mm-hmm, um, the six new leader leaders that you can pick from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if the game's getting, you know, if you've played it a ton, this adds a nice uh, chunk of variability mm-hmm. and then replayability if you want to try the different leaders. But it's it's a great game. Um, next one up was uh, we've got some new sets for Sword and Sorcery Ancient Chronicles. We got the minions and spawn. Uh, spawn set. I, I forget what it, I, I, it's like. There's so much stuff for this game. They have all the. It's almost like that 3D terrain for Descent. But the newest stuff that we got was the called the Challenge set and Nemesis, and that's from Ares Games. So if you've played, I need to play the original Immortal Souls. I have it. I have it. It's sitting on a shelf. I just need to get to it. And it's a dungeon crawl, so you know I'm like all into it. So sit on the shelf of shame. Yeah, I know it is. It <laughs> definitely is. I, I I know I would like that game too. Um, speaking of dungeon crawl so to speak and we were talking about descent uh lord of the rings journeys in middle earth we got the spreading war expansion from fantasy flight games excuse me so i've had a chance to play some of the base game and the expansion uh the first expansion uh which has has these little uh spider miniatures they're freaking terrifying but uh this one um i just really enjoy the card play here uh because it's you have to, uh, instead of rolling dice like you do in Mansions of Madness, you you have a deck of cards and then you can kind of seed the deck before you do your skill check. Mm-hmm. And what that means is like you can determine if you're going to succeed versus playing the card for its ability. 
it's a cool little mechanic, but I, I think my favorite part about the Lord of the Rings Journeys of Middle-Earth game is the exploration factor. Like, going over to here and seeing what's over there and then moving along and seeing the next bad guys. And uh, it's just... If you like Lord of the Rings, like we just, I just, I tried to watch the first part of Lord of the Rings with, with Logan. I don't think I that went over pa- well. I skipped past the scary parts. Uh, I went to like the Shire and. Sure you did. I did. Uh-huh. Um, I will skip past, but I think uh, I just love Lord of the Rings. So if you like Journeys of Middle Earth, more great stuff for that. And they've added some extra um, scenarios uh, in accordance with this on the app too. So if you want to go back to Middle Earth, new <sighs> characters to play as. And then quickly we have um, Lucky Duck came out with the yummy, was it yummy, yummy monster tummy? That's just fun to say. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so it's just a co-op color matching for um, for kiddos. And I think it's six plus maybe. Yeah, six plus two to four player. This does use a QR um, scan code too. So I'm sure that will get them all into it and yeah, keep their I attention. Think, yeah. It looks cute. It's I mean, it's Lucky Duck. Yeah. They, I, they keep using that scan and play stuff. I think it's really cool. It, it's it's uh, it's a good way to implement, um, especially with kiddos, because they all want to play with the phone now, right? So it's like, oh, here's a board game, but it also has the phone if, you're, yeah. if they're hesitant for that. Um, another game, now we did sell out of our first chunk that we got, but we're getting more of these. But this was new to our store, which was Christmas Tree, uh, oh. second edition. Uh, I was It's upsetting. I, I'm sure the publisher wanted this to come out during the holidays, but it ended up, I'm hey. sure... Christmas in July or Christmas in January. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> get it and have it prepared. Or you know what I mean? Sure, sure. I it would looks- still, I would play this. Did you take a chance to look at this? Yeah. As soon as we showed Logan, he's like, "What's that? You decorate the tree? Can we play?" And I was like, "We only got a couple copies, so maybe in the next run we'll pull one out for us." But uh, yeah, it looks really cool. It's a tile laying uh, Christmas tree yeah. decorating game. So I- and you have you have your goals, your end goal, you know, and it looks actually pretty thinky. Yeah. Like, I think you definitely, they've changed the aesthetics on it. Oh, is that the big difference between the From second? From what, everything, I've, I mean, obviously, I've looked at the old and new, and it's uh, a little, yeah. The cover looks really cool. It looks like one of those classic, it's, it's got more kind of elegant. Cl- I have yeah. The old cover is more, just like fun, sure. cartoonier, I guess, yeah. kind of. This one looks know. more elegant. It looks like one of those like classic, classic, classic <gasps> board game yeah. uh, covers. So, uh, we also got some new box inserts for Sagrada, Targi. Marvel United, Food Chain Magnate, and Dominion, as well as some, we always are getting more of like the stuff that we run out of, like Blood Rage, we got some of, Taverns of Tiefenthal, but those are all from Folded Spaces, which um, are great. Uh, I like them not just because they keep your, your bits organized in the box, but a lot of the little cardboard token holders actually come, or not cardboard, they're made out of, um, uh, what is it called? I can't remember the material that the folded spaces inserts are made out of core foam. That's what it's called, core foam. They actually come out of the the box and then they set on the mm-hmm. table. So it makes setup and tear down like way faster, which is good. Uh, we also got Arkwright, the card game. And this is from Eagle Griffin Games. Well, it's being published or distributed by EGG. I think it's being Game Brewer, I think is the publisher. Long story short, I have not played the original Arkwright. It seems like a game I would love. It's like super heavy uh euro style game and then of course this is the card game version there's a lot of game in this small ball like don't let that fool you (laughs) that it's a card game yeah well the the original game is a heavy heavy game so i'm excited to to check out the card game uh speaking of another card game uh (gasps) dixit is one of our favorite card games but the new game that came out is called stella sorry which is always fun that i'm excited oh i mean it's dixit it's classic like yeah 
just when you think of like fun, family gathering, just chill, relax, Dixit comes to mind. But I, the one thing that Dixit had that always like is putting a spot, making you use your imagination, your words. This is now everything's there. It's just associating with sure. pictures and then reading your group. So it's taken like the one thing that I was kind of like. Right. Having to be come up with something on the spot. Right. That's and you don't have to do that. And now I guess that's for better where some people might have liked that part of it. Um, I, I love, I mean, I love the artwork in all of the Dixit games. I love them in Mysterium. I just love the that type abs- of, that yeah, style. That weird abstract. Mm-hmm. Like I always just think of these, what they tell the artists to do. They're mm-hmm. just like, be weird, do something crazy. Like what's the, what's your, What's that notebook you got over there with all that weird artwork in it? We're gonna we're gonna bring that into the board. No, game. it looks it, it's it's really pretty, of course, gorgeous. And then it gives you, um, I think most, but it gives you some blank cards so like you can have fun and write your own words. That's cool. Uh, we also got from speaking of Eagle Griffin earlier. We got for sale Autorama. Now I haven't I played for sale, which is the classic mm-hmm. like auction, uh, bidding style game, right? But this one is, it seems like used cars. Wait, Autorama, you mean it's about cars? <laughs> I know, but it's like, if you see the box cover, it looks like when you go to that classic car, you know, with like the stickers or the, on the front of the car. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it looks great. And uh, it's in a much bigger, uh, it looks like it's a bigger production too. Um, I haven't really had a chance to check it out. We only had a few of them and then they all went away <laughs> very quickly. So we're getting more of them. Um, uh, we got also Chai from Roxley Games. This is, I have not heard much about this. I thought this, usually Roxley gets like a big, like everyone's talking about it. I have not heard too huh. much about this one. Yeah, I it's think, kind of quiet. I think it came out, like I think there may have been a Kickstarter or it had like a first print that kind of came and went during maybe the height of the pandemic and this is maybe mm. it's additional printing. I'm not sure. Um, but we also got from Floodgate Games, mm-hmm. uh, Vivid Memories. This one, I want to play this one. Yeah. This one like sparked my interest, um, and it reminds me of the Pixar movie Inside Out. No, yes, did I get that right? Yes, that's the one about like it's all about like has that vibe all around, like collecting memories, connecting them. Like, oh, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is Inside Out, and it's made by Floodgate Games. So those are uh, if you've played Sagrada or um, uh, uh, what's the other one, Bosque, Holy. They're always very colorful, mm-hmm. very great components. And uh, the, the art is fantastic. Just the box cover alone looks great. You'll be excited. These one, this one had, um, this game has recessed boards. There you go. I you mean, guys, love I mean, recessed boards. Fellow board gamers, you understand. It's the it's how the, awesome recessed boards are. It's the jigsaw puzzle thing. Everyone loves <laughs> jigsaw puzzles because once you put that just piece in nicely. that hole, it's like it just there's something very <laughs> satisfying about it. This uh, one um looks like it's easy to get into and going. Definitely is crunchier, I think, than it looks on the outside. I think the same thing about a lot of our games. Yeah, and like Sagrada is the same way. Like yeah. from the box, it looks really pretty and like, oh, the colorful dice. But then, and it's a simple game, but you have those moments where you're like, ha ha ha. It's AP. more like, yeah, you're wanting to do like everything. Having some AP might be going on there, but it looks really good. I'm excited for it. Um, we also have uh, Colt Express, the big box edition mm-hmm. from Asthma Day. We got a copy or a couple How copies big? of that. No, just it's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, um, I have not played Colt Express. It's this uh, programming style game where you're, uh, you have like someone's robbing a train, classic Western style. Um, and in my understanding, this has a, uh, a few of the expansions in it as well. So you can check that out. 
Um, another exciting new thing that we got at our store over the past month or so is more Meeple stickers. And these ones come from Levity Games. These are popular. Yes. The Meeple stickers. I remember when we got uh, the stuff from Meeple Upgrades. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe maybe people will like them. Who knows? I like them. And no, people really people like them. People are loving them. <laughs> uh, so, and they have a, they have a lot of uh, additional games mm-hmm. that we've added to it. And we're getting even more from both of those companies. So take a look out on those. And I've played, we've played the, uh, we set up, we did our uh, Viticulture set with mm-hmm. the Meeple stickers. They look great. Um, so yeah, if you want to dress up your games and kind of give them a new shiny coat of sticker paint, so to speak, uh, you could check out that uh, more more and more stuff coming from both Levity Games and uh, Meeple, uh, Meeple's Upgrade. Uh, we did get, also last but not least of new stuff, now we immediately sold out of it, uh, mm-hmm. is Caesar! This Bye. is the kind of the companion game to Blitzkrieg. It is uh, from Plastic Soldier Company, or PCS Games. Uh, but yeah, we sold out of this quite quickly. This is from Paolo More. Uh, he's made a ton of great games. And Blitzkrieg is very popular. We sold out of that pretty Oof. quick. Um, and now this one, we got a few copies, but we are getting more. So we should have some more, <laughs> hopefully, by next week. Uh, but they're all gone from our distributors as well. So <laughs> get them while you can. Um, all right. So some stuff that we got back in stock, not brand new, but new to the store as far as you can now pick up copies are the first one is you've played this one. Aeon Zen second edition, mm-hmm. right? The deck building uh, cooperative uh, game where you are battling against a nemesis that you pick. It almost feels like Dominion, uh, but cooperative. And then you're going against it's kind of this mage magic fighting these nemesis and it's I enjoy I love deck building so very very we cool we do a <laughs> uh, couple new or not new again back in stock from Ares Games uh, set in the Lord of the Rings universe we got War of the Rings second edition and battles a uh, Battle of the Five Armies dudes on a map ones uh, I think <laughs> Battle of Five Armies you can play multiplayer and then War of the Ring is really a two player game I've owned War again speaking of shelf of shame War of the Ring I've owned for a very long time I've read the rules I think at least three times I've never played it. I think it's... There's too much goodness out there. I know. I do need to play, play. it, though. Um, we got uh, Coimbra from Spiel, which is um, being distributed now by Asmodee. Uh, so that one is a crunchy euro from the... Uh, I believe it's the Italian design team. They've made uh, Alma Mater, a bunch of other uh, really great euro-style games. Uh, we got Equinox, uh, which they had a purple and a green edition, and now they have Golem edition. Nice. They keep doing that, just like they did with Century. Mm-hmm. Uh, Century Spice Road. That was Red. just like Century. Yeah, they come up with a Golem Edition, Plan B did. Mm-hmm. So if you don't like the traditional uh, artwork or the style of that, uh, you can get the Golem Edition with the stone, stone giant stone figures in it. Um, but Equinox is a uh, Dr. Reiner Canizia jam, so you might like <laughs> it. Um, next one up is a small card game called Honey... Or I'm going to say this wrong. I'm going to say it wrong. Um uh, can you help me out here? Oh, Hanami- is that you're throwing the, the, yeah, the rope to the, me? I think it's just like Hanamikoa. Hanami, Hanamikoji. Hane, Hanamikoji, I think is how you we'll say it. We'll go with that, guys. Yeah. Uh, Emperor S4 Games. This is a two-player card game. I definitely want to play this with you. I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. Guess what? what? I definitely want to play it with you, oh, too. Oh, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> we'll have to take a copy and play it. Um, looks really cool. Artwork. So almost like a micro game. Uh, when I say that, like, think of, like, Love Letter. I think that's in the vein of it. It's kind of simple, quick to play, but it's two-player only. Um, we've got a bunch of new stuff from Queen Games. 
including oh goodness, we do. We got Alhambra, which I think you've played. Alhambra. That was one of the very f- like first games we played when we got into the hobby. Tile laying, but it's got this uh, money mechanic where That's if you pay, ago, if you pay with exact change, then you get like an extra ability. Do you remember this? And you build your Arcadia. That's like this. You're talking to someone. I don't even remember what happened yesterday. That's true. Um, but we did also get some big boxes, uh, big box edition. Queen does this with a lot of their very popular games where you get basically everything in the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingdom Builder, which has a bunch of expansions. Uh, Donald X Vaccarinos, uh, almost like feels like the classic game Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you've also got Escape, uh, Curse of the Temple. We've got the big box edition. It's the second edition of the big box edition for Escape. And then Wallenstein big box edition, which has the cube tower do you remember the cube tower from mm-hmm. okay we drop the cubes and it comes out okay um <laughs> and then we got some expansions for fantastic factories um including the manufactions uh when i, I remember typing that in on the website i was like did my spell somebody's been some man- no that's correct manufactions i didn't know that was a word but apparently it is a uh, very popular engine building game fantastic factories and then finally one of your favorites tarhi Targi, yeah, from I, Thames and Cosmos. This is a, it's a good, it's a really cute little um, two player. Obviously, we we play a lot of two players, but yeah, I this, really, really. There's some like good Targi. tension in this game. Yeah, you set up this like I think mm-hmm. it's a five by five grid, if I remember, and then yeah, you pick workers. a card. Yeah, you pick a card on the outside. You pick two mm-hmm. on the outside. You have to pick from the top, bottom, left, or right. You pick an action that are on the edges, yeah. and, and then it, where those two <laughs> actions meet up on the in the middle of the board, you get that as your third action. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to talk about... There's definitely blocking. Oh, Worker yeah. placement blocking in this game. Like It's kind of mean, but it's there's, like, plenty of good stuff to go around. But, like, I there's plenty of times in this game I'm like, please don't go there. Please don't go there. Please don't go there. Oh, she went there. Oh, come on. You know what I mean? Like, it's great. It's like, I, I really, really like yeah, it. Yeah, a quick play and just the right amount of strategy and Absolutely. meanness. And it was actually... It's been out of Spiel, print for a while. It was a Spiel nominee. Yeah, it's super easy to learn. I don't think it won it, but I mean... It should have. It's such a good... I, I have fond memories of playing this. We played it like outside at a coffee bean for like... This is definitely one we take... Yeah, take it out to... We take to coffee... Yeah, way it, back you, like a long time ago, Yeah, you, you need a little bit of a table space because of all the cards. Like I said, I think it's like a five by five grid, if I remember correctly, of cards, but... Uh, that's it. That's all you need. And there's some resources that you, like, I think it's like, um, mm-hmm. water and I think one was like beans. I don't remember exactly. That brings up such a fun, I know it's kind of, I'm going to kind of divert for a yeah. moment. I mean, this was probably what, four or five years ago when we were really yep. going out yep. and playing at the coffee, you know, like, let's go get coffee. Let's play a game. Let's just get out of the house. Go do that. I love, I think almost every time we were out playing, we have a game. Someone would come up and be like, what are you guys playing? Yeah. And start talking. I think that's so cool. It just ignites like you know curiosity because it looks fun. and I hope not they went cars, home, yeah. played a game, yeah, I don't know, yeah, or got into the hobby. Very cool. Yeah, so uh, I love all those Cosmos two-player games that were mm-hmm. out there. They're great. I wish they brought back like Jumbo or Asante. There's a bunch in that collection that they have that they need to just go back and reprint. I don't understand it. Come on, Thames and Cosmos. Um, all right, so one day, one day. <laughs> We've also got some other stuff that is coming back in stock or is coming new to the store very quickly. One is Rococo, Rococo. Rococo Deluxe Edition. I, uh, I'm eyeing this one. 
Yes. I want to play it. Ian O'Toole artwork, big box. It's the uh, Matthias Kramer classic Rococo where yeah. you are making jewelry and making dresses and tailor. Yeah. yeah and there's it's... an expert tailoring expansion and you can get metal coins for it. Uh, we, we had a bunch of these and they all sold out. And so we're getting oh, more of them. Like they were. People have been waiting a while a for this. Yeah. Yeah. People have been waiting for this one for mm-hmm. a while. Uh, beautiful, beautiful artwork. So. Um, Ian O'Toole, my fave. There you go. Uh, another very popular game that we had a lot of copies and they all sold out was Red Cathedral yes. from Devere Games. This has the dice rondelle. Is it, what is it? Is it two player? Oh, it's. I think it's two to four. Is yeah. it two to four? Okay. Yeah. I was thinking, I don't know why I was thinking two. So this, get, this one looks cool. Yeah. And then uh, also from Devere, another game that we're getting that is uh, been a long time coming is Paris, uh, Le Cité de la Luminaire. Mm. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's Paris. It's a tile laying game and I think it uses the actual if I, I can't. I always get these games mixed up from Devere, but I think it uses the box. You actually use the box a little bit to play. Um, looks really cool artwork. Uh, it's got like that um, Vincent Van Gogh looking style artwork. So very cool. Uh, also from EGG. Speaking of Rococo earlier, uh, they are coming out with a new edition of Can't Stop the won't classic. Stop. No, it's just Can't Stop. But <laughs> can't I, Stop. Won't stop. <laughs> I can't help it. I have a time. Uh, classic Sid Saxon. Classic. Uh, Sid. Press your luck dice game. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, and I like the new cover. Uh, the other one was kind of, it looked like an old classic, you know, but I like that they kind of. Exactly. It, it, you hit the nail on the head. I, no, the head on the nail. You hit the head on the nail. No, you hit the nail on the head. No. Yeah. There you go. It's a classic. It had yes. a, cl- yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Speaking of classics, uh, Restoration Games, who's always taking classic games and bringing them back, give another oh turn. Gosh. Every game deserves another turn, I think is their slogan. Is that their slow? I think so. They're slow. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> so, so you're slow. Uh, so Unmatched, Volume uh, 2, Legends. Uh, that This has... Unmatched uh, for days. Yeah, we got lots and lots of stuff from Unmatched. And uh, we had uh, copies of them. They all sold out. So we're getting more of those. We are getting more copies of Brass Birmingham from Roxy. Uh, get them while you can because mm. we order a lot and they all go pretty quick. Very popular, very, very popular game. It's got the Mr. Cuddington artwork on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Viticulture, Visit from the Rhine Valley. I um, love anything. But- yeah. We have now, or I think now we're out of the metal coins, but I think we have almost everything else. For Oh, no, no. Tuscany. The Tuscany expansion is... Uh, been very difficult to get a hold of, but (laughs) hopefully we'll get it soon. But we have now visitors from the, our, um, visitors from the Moor and now visitors from the Rhine Valley. I like these expansions because they change the visitor cards. That's really all they do. But, um, it kind of shakes up the game. Like a lot of the times these cards want you to have like more long-term goals versus like, Okay, let me let me let me give you a little bit of history with me and Alyssa. So here's what always happens in these engine. I knew you were going to bring this up. He is. I'm like building my engine, waiting for. And it I'm to like, start. just what do I need to get to? Yeah. Where's the finish line? Alyssa, I'm like making the engine. Alyssa's already <laughs> on the halfway through the race, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm um, already about to jump over the finish line. I know, and I'm like, I'm gonna move 20 spaces ahead, and she's already there. And I'm like, I didn't even get to do it. So these, I like these because they give more focus on those long term engine building goals. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy. Bet these you experience. do. I do. <laughs> um, another very very popular game that we sold out of everything for it was. Oh my Final Gosh. Girl. This is from Van Ryder Games. Uh, I love the theme here. It's mm-hmm. the you are playing as the final girl in a classic B movie mm-hmm. horror movie. One of our friends actually produces B movie horror movies, so I always enjoy this. But I, my understanding, and I haven't had a chance to play it solo only, and it's it's based off of the kind of a tweak on the hostage negotiator mm-hmm. system, uh, which I do really enjoy. 
but this one, it's like each of the different expansions looks like a classic uh, cassette. Yes. That you put into, you know, VHS. I was watching a video today and there was thought to it. I somebody said that. something about a cassette and Logan goes, what's a cassette? And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, of course. He's not even going to know what a CD is. I, you know, He's not even going to know what a movie store is. I know. It's sad. But sad. We are going to be, uh, hopefully this week, getting some more copies of Final Girl, uh, the core box, and uh, all the various different expansions. And then finally, the final thing that we'll talk about is... Cape May. Cape May from Thunderworks Games. This is like a Monopoly feel to it. Yeah, we we started to play it. Uh, we got interrupted with life, but uh, we did start to play it. Yeah, it kind of... A Monopoly makes it... That's not a selling point. <laughs> I would I would argue, but why? Yeah, it, it's people, like less people like Monopoly. They do. I, it gets a lot of grief because it's like roll and move. There's no. Okay, this is like the new age Monopoly. I would argue that it definitely it adds. Okay, so you're building buildings and you're moving around a board yeah. like you do in Monopoly. However, you play cards to yes. determine your movement, so it's not completely random. And then you're you have I think of like all the classic city building games like Suburbia or. Um, I'm trying to think of another one, uh, Quadropolis, where mm-hmm. you're trying to, certain buildings cost certain a certain amount of money based on their location, and they give you certain bonuses, but maybe you have secret bonuses, and then there's open bonuses that everybody knows, and you're moving around this board trying to build buildings, and then you can upgrade those buildings, and then you can upgrade them even more, and there's different types of buildings. There's like economic versus resident, or business versus residential. It's got Michael Menzel artwork, which looks gorgeous, like just so, so gorgeous. Um, so if you like something, I definitely, I'll say this. If you have a family or a friend that is that has played Monopoly and likes Monopoly and is hesitant to kind of jump into this crazy world of designer board games, quote it's unquote. It's a good bridge. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you've played Monopoly. You know, you move around a board, you buy, buy, you, you buy mm-hmm. buildings. This is basically the same game. And then you can kind of, they'll get to see like, Oh, there's more to this. I can pick how far I move, and I have if I want to move really far or move um, really slowly, I have to pay extra for that instead of something in the middle. And it's got this rondelle of cards where you, it, once you play, uh, you can pick up your cards if you want, but you've got to play yeah. cards. It's it's. I would say it's very clean design. It's very mm-hmm. simple to learn, but it adds like just enough to kind of um, not be overbearing for people who are have not played it. And I I really enjoyed it. They, it's gorgeous and it's. It's cute. It's got kind of a, it's this city that was supposed to be this big uh, Atlantic style city with on the coast and uh, all these um, terrible things happen to it, like floods and, and fires. And so it's all kind of built into the game too. So definitely give it a shot. It's uh, Cape May and we should be getting more copies of that quite soon. Um, other than that. Other than that, that's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot. We do have a lot. but. Good. Heavens. We do have some uh, news uh, in that we are working to get. I was like, we do. Yeah, we. So this <laughs> this week we're just back, um, but we are going to be getting more special guests on the show, board game uh, superstars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're in the works on that. Superstar. Do, do we want to get? I don't want to give any names away, but there's some definitely uh, some of our favorite designers. Oh, trust me, when they say yes, like, oh yeah, we could. I'll do the podcast. I'm like, oh, you sure? You sure? We're just some goofballs on the internet. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Speak like, cool. for yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am tabletop merchant, baby. Uh, so Goof as, Goofy as it comes. I do want to say, uh, shout out to one of our TTM customers. Yes. He sent a, um, we were message, messaging, and uh, he recently purchased the loop. Yes. And I was like, oh, you know, what did you think about it? Did you get a chance to play it? <laughs> and he took the time, and he sent... <laughs> 
um, <laughs> an, audio uh, an audio message of it in with the um, it's very dramatic. I dramatic, loved it. like just the I can't lose our words right now. It felt like a trailer, like yeah, a like trailer, almost like, a tra- like bum bum bum. It's like trailer but voice. It was, it was great. We yeah. were cracking up, laughing. Yeah. It was the great way to end our day. Like, thank you, Dale. This is another thing. Speaking of speaking of that, so I just want to say, uh, first, we're blown away by the amount of support that we've been getting. Uh, we've started Tabletop Merchant in August of 2020, so we've had it over. Oh my gosh, it's almost two years. Well, I don't know. If it's all, I mean, it's like here. Uh, I round up, and we're <laughs> almost two years. Is Alyssa? She's always rounding. <laughs> like up. when we're married, like. Five years and two months. We're almost like six years. I got to tell everybody a little joke. I know the <laughs> podcast going a little long, but this is how Alyssa's brain works. So when she tried to stop drinking. My brain works she beautifully. Stopped, she stopped. <laughs> she was working, I think, as a resolution to not drink coffee at some point in time. Not anymore, but you drink plenty of coffee now. But earlier, at some point in time, she was like, I stopped drinking. I haven't had a coffee in three days. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, I didn't have one yesterday. I didn't have one today. And I'm not going to have one tomorrow. I was like, you don't get to. <laughs> count tomorrow she's like well you don't i'm like no that's i was not. setting myself up for success because i said it out loud i told you i wasn't so i had to follow through so this is Alyssa rounding up as always uh but uh amazing support through the holiday season and it's it's just been like this steady like growth and like we're just thrilled that wow uh, we're growing and that people are enjoying the the service that we provide and we're just having a blast and we're so. back to notes i know all of you guys that ordered multiples over the over the holiday you got to see our face so much that card like i i do apologize <laughs> you see our face so like multiple times but the notes are back and up and running when we got the christmas <laughs> cards printed it was quite funny so i had to go to like a uh, i think it was like a walmart or cvs to get them printed and the person's like, oh, um, so uh, you guys are um, sending out Christmas cards to family members and you guys, what's Tabletop Merchant? And I was like, I was going to sit and explain it. And I kind of did. And he was just like, was like, I wasn't really, li-. you know, when someone asks you like, do you want the last piece of pizza? He's just like being nice. Like, I, I want the last piece. You know what I mean? Like, I'll split it with you. Right. <laughs> this guy, I like tr- went through the whole thing. Like, oh, we have an online board game store and we sell, you know, designer style board games, card games. And he's like bro i just was trying to be polite like here's your here's your hundred he wished i would have picked it up that day yeah he definitely would have so uh just thank you thank you so much to everybody honestly like it's ridiculous how nice people are when they send us emails how they are like hey when's the podcast coming back Uh, we get emails just like from you got from customers that nothing's wrong of course we get you know all kinds of emails but like just to say hey Thank you. Yeah. And like, they're so appreciative. Like, it's yeah. really cool. And I like, I, I've worked in other sectors of retail and like, I can definitively say board game customers, like the, our customers are the best in the biz. Like I've dealt with all different kinds of, you know, apparel to electronics to everything in between. And no one is as nice and no one is as understanding and as uh, patient and awesome as you folks. So thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, we hope you had a fantastic holiday. We are glad yes. that it's a new year. Did any of you make it to like midnight of New Year's? Because I know we did not. No. Well, why don't you have a kiddo? I think we celebrated at like 9 p.m. We do the balloon drop and then we go to bed at like 1130. <laughs> yeah. Logan wanted to stay up. And I yeah. Was like, good, Boy. good luck. Good luck. Well, uh, we've got more games, of course, to play. And we will be back, hopefully, not as long a break as uh, the last episode. And until next time. Bye. How much does a roof cost? Nothing. It's on the house. <laughs> <laughs>